Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hey there, it's uh, Alex here, and I'm here with Patrick Ananda. He's the founder of the Centered Man Project, and he helps nice guys get a girlfriend. He's an entrepreneur who travels the world and sets up a nice home base, builds social circles from scratch in one weekend while running his online business. We'll go through some of his best stuff. You'll learn basically how to efficiently get high quality girls without lying or spending hours at the club. And uh, while having plenty of time for your online business as a result. So also you'll learn how this skill will help you more uh, become more successful at business. Was that all correct, Patrick? Yeah, pretty spot on. Pretty spot on. <laughs> so yeah. I, I guess I guess the burning question is for you know for guys watching this video is how will this help them in their business? So yeah, let's just well, get I mean, start with that. It's it's such a it's such a simple like I'm lazy, right? Let's let's start off from the get go, right? Me too. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm very lazy. I, I like the idea of work smart, not work hard. So to me, it was always a concept of you know. I don't want to learn lines. I don't want to learn tactics. I don't want to learn tricks. I don't want to be in a different phase. I was like, okay, how can I boil this down to just the bare bones and be as efficient with my time as possible? So as I was traveling Europe, I've been traveling Europe for the last uh, almost more than four years, almost five years. I'm Canadian. I'm Canadian as you can probably tell from my accent. But um, I, I came to the point where I realized that the way that I conduct my business like I'm, I've been a salesman before, uh, before being an entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, as you know, every entrepreneur is a salesman at the same time. I noticed that the way I conduct my sales, the way that I, I conduct my seductions and the way that I build social circles have the, it, it all follows the same structure. Like I noticed the pattern, you know, you know that, you know that aha moment you get, and you're like, ah, super clear. So I realized that I've been unconsciously following this pattern without even being aware of it. And I'd been doing it for years. And so I was able to break it down. And the funny thing is that, um, have you, have you heard of a guy called Gary Bensavenga? I have not. He's uh, he was one of the greatest uh, copywriters of all time and he's retired now, but he has this amazing $5,000 course. And I was lucky enough to, to get access to it. And, uh, a lot of the stuff that he talks about as I was watching it, I was like, wow, I do this for my seductions and for my sales. And it's, these are, these are real principles that have worked uh, for, for generations in advertising and in just in general. Uh, so anyway, how does this help you in your business? My analogy is very simple. Imagine that your dream car is a Cadillac. You've always wanted a Cadillac ever since you were a little boy. You, you always, always wanted a Cadillac. Now you need a car and I'm a Honda Civic salesman. I can be the best salesman on the planet. And you happen to need a car, it's not a Cadillac, and I'm a good salesman. Mm -hmm. That means that if I'm pushy enough, if I hit the right buttons, you have that need and I'm going to fill it. Right? You can, you'll eventually buy the Honda Civic from me. But here's the thing though. If right next to me there's another guy selling a Cadillac, you need the car, there's a Cadillac right there, and there's me. I can be the best salesman on the planet. That other Cadillac salesman doesn't need to open his mouth. You're going to buy the Cadillac. It's what you've always wanted. The stars have aligned. It's right there. And if he can, if he can really push it then, the sale takes care of itself. There's very little convincing that he needs to do. And that's my mindset. 
that's 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 the way that I operate in my business, and that's the way that I operate in my seduction. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So um, actually, when when we were creating uh, the sales process that we use ourselves, it was also somewhat based on on similar principles. It was based on seduction, you know, based on what we learned from game. So it makes perfect sense what you're saying. So what is what is ultimately the uh, let's call it? I guess you called it that way. The equation that guys can follow. What is the equation that guys can follow to do all these things that you do? For example, you arrive at a new city and you don't want to waste like five weeks uh, finding, meeting like 150 girls and maybe one of them, you know, you can date for longer. Like what is your efficient equation? Okay. Well, <laughs> the big cheese. The way that I look at it is very simple. Uh, and in order for the system to work, you're going to have to drop the bullshit, right? There's, there's no way around it. And, uh, you know, as you know, as a businessman yourself, you know that once your reputation's shot, it's over, right? It's never, if you're known for peddling bullshit, for not delivering on your promises, right? The old business maxim, always under promise, over deliver. If you're not delivering real value, your business is going to falter, right? I mean, the, the truth is that Elon Musk, and, um, and Bill Gates, right? These are not people who kind of scam their way to the top. They provide real value for the world. I, I'm not pissed that, uh, that somebody like Bill Gates is worth $90 billion, right? Mm. I, I, don't, I don't care about this income inequality crap. I mean, I care about poverty, but I'm not pissed that he makes more money than me. He's, you know, he's provided real value. So the way that I look at the distinction is that you look at the pickup artists, for example, and that's the reason why I kind of took a step away from that world. I used to be very heavily involved. I was actually asked to coach uh, for a fairly big company uh, that will remain nameless because, again, I'm on good terms with a lot of these guys, and I've met most of the guys, uh, and I'm close friends with still a lot of them. But uh, that was the first example of the Honda Civic, okay, where it's tactics-based game, where it's, it's this method, it's follow these steps. Well, what's going to happen is eventually you're going to fall on a girl who has the need, right? She's horny. I mean, you look at, you put yourself in her shoes, right? Most women are horny. They, they, most guys suck. And there's this guy who's cool and he's fun and makes her feel good temporarily. She'll go home with him. If the stars align, everything's good. He knows how to kind of lead his way through. Great. But to me, that's a hassle. <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm lazy. That's not my mindset. So I like the, I, I dislike the pickup artists for a lot of the pathologies that come with it right? The propensity for bullshit. I know not all of them are like it, but I still have a dislike for it. But at the same time, the good thing that they did was they got guys who wouldn't normally get out and they got them to get the fuck out there and start talking to women. Um, and simply the act of showing up is, is, uh, is a huge bonus. But so my lazy man's method, I see it more as the Cadillac, not the Honda Civic, right? So think back to when I talked about Elon Musk and, uh, and Bill Gates, they created value. Right? So the first step of that equation is always value. When it comes to business, if you know your product is damn good, right? it solves the problem. You know you can sell it at a premium price because cheap shit doesn't solve real problems. Now the confidence to sell that comes from the knowledge that this product's pretty damn good. This, this does the job that it's advertised as being like, you're literally retarded if you don't buy this. You have this problem, super simple, let me handle it. The sales takes care of itself. So value is important. Now, when it comes to a value for a man, it all has to do with your internal circuitry. It all has to do with you. You've got to get that internal shit handled. Ultimately, you should have the confidence to look a woman in the eye and tell her, I want you. 
Just literally those words, I want you. Confidently, comfortably. And not as a, not as a, a means of self-defense, not as this like, I'm cocky, I'm in state, I'm in game mode. I mean, just from the normal understanding that I'm a man, she's a woman, it's normal that I like women, and I have a lot to offer. Now, entrepreneurs are particularly good at that. I, I find entrepreneurs to be very interesting because we're, we're fucking crazy, right? You know the saying, being an entrepreneur is like jumping out of, a, of an airplane and building the, uh, the parachute as you're, as you're falling, right? And that's, uh, you have to have, there has to be a certain, you know, level of, uh, of craziness to be able to do that. So that's already a huge bonus. There's a, there's a huge uh, advantage there. But you need to own that. And most guys don't. Most guys have, we live separate lives. Right? It's I'm in business and friend mode, and then I walk into the club, and now I'm in, so I got to get into pickup mode. I, I'm saying erase all that. There's only you. Right? You create value as you go along the world. I create value through my work. I create value with the friends that I'm with, and I create value with the women that I'm inviting into my life. So when it comes to sales, again, this is, goes back to uh, Gary Bensavenga, who's explaining this, that you know, the best way to make your advertising valuable is to give something away. And I don't mean give like an ebook. I mean that the sales letter that you're writing, right? It'll, it'll be like, here's your fitness checklist. And you give something really valuable before you start to pitch. Well, how does that translate to my seduction method? You are that value. If you're a funny guy, great. Be a funny guy. If you're an interesting guy who's well-read, great. Be that guy. If you're an interesting guy who, who has passions for arts, who knows how to dance, who knows how to cook, I mean, all these things, right? These are important elements of being a man. And I, I don't mean for women, right? Your value is not dependent on women. You know, you, I know a lot of guys who will get a haircut because they think women like that kind of hair. They'll go to the gym because they think that women like men with big muscles. No, dude, do it because you want to fucking live. Do it because you want to be healthy so you can provide value for the world. So far still with me? Yeah. Makes sense? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been in the scene for a while, so. Beautiful. So the value that you bring is who you are as a man. And that's all the internal stuff that needs to be handled. You need, like I said, the, the, the bottom line is you need to be able to look a woman in the eye and tell her you want her. Like a man looks and speaks to a woman, not like a boy who's scared and who's kind of making cocky jokes to hide the fact that he's like, no, 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 I'm a man, you're a woman, I want you. So, by the way, that doesn't need to be communicated verbally. Like I said, it's, it's, if you're able to communicate that, to express it verbally comfortably, then you're good then it's completely relevant. Uh, for reference, by the way, a good movie to watch is the movie Nine and a Half Weeks. You, mar you watch uh, Mickey Rourke's character is phenomenal. Fucking boring movie. But <laughs> the character itself, is just, it's amazing to watch because he never says anything sexual, but he's so owning of the fact that he's a man. And it's, it's amazing to watch. So value is what you bring. What's the next thing? Time. So it's so far, value plus time. When it comes to my sales, and I mean, you're better, you're better uh, at this than I am, obviously, but to me, sales isn't necessarily about convincing the person to buy my product. It's literally just about spending as much time with this person, allowing the, the space for this person to open up, right? Because the more the person opens up, expresses what problems he has. Okay, well, what's really not working? Okay, well, this, this, this. Okay, well, how does it feel that it's not working? Well, you know, it sucks because okay, but what's the real problem? What if you don't get this problem handled? And, and the more they open, mm -hmm. The more they talk, the more they come to realize, holy fucking shit, like, I, I, wow, I have this really deep problem. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to seduction, 
It's the same thing. Again, remember, I'm lazy. I, I, I barely ever talk when it comes to seduction. I learned this the hard way, by the way. I learned this when I was living in, uh, in Malaga in Spain. That this Dutch girl who was drove, you know, she drove me nuts because there was just this tension. And it just, it wasn't, you know, every time I went for a kiss, she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Dutch <laughs> Emotionless. But, um, and then finally, I just asked her and she told me like amazing stuff, you know, and she basically made me realize that the things I thought I was doing that were, that I thought was like attractive, we're really not. And they were just self-defense mechanisms. Things like being cocky, funny, things like dropping hints that other women are interested, like just all this stuff that I was taught to believe. I, I, I just dropped all of it. Right? And as a result, I ended up being more mysterious without even trying. It was just kind of accidental. What the fuck was this? You know, people think, you know, I remember this, this, uh, this Canadian girl that I had met again in Spain a few weeks after that was messaging me. She's like, I feel like there's so much more to you and you don't share. And I'm just like, no, I'm just an idiot who doesn't talk much. <laughs> but so the second thing I do is I provide time, obviously. Now, I let time and space for her to actually open up. And this is what I mean when we, we spoke earlier before this was recording. But what I said is that women will tell you how to seduce them. They won't do it directly. Right? They'll, they'll never straight up. Well, sometimes, yes, but <laughs> It's, it's rare. It's, it's much more rare. And also, it's a, it's a symptom of the times. It's not something we necessarily want to do. Um, but It's um, kind of weird, though, when that happens. It's like, huh? Well, it's, <laughs> they must like have you, dealt with a lot of guys who were super awkward, and they just don't yeah. want that to happen again. So it's maybe the self-defense mechanism where they tell you what to do. But when you do it, probably, you know, if they directly tell you what to do, then you do it probably not attractive to them in the first place because uh it's not surprising it's not romantic whatever you want to call it yeah of course well i mean it's 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 like i said it's symptomatic of the times right if she needs to step up your job is to step up your job is the masculine i'm not into this politically correct feminist garbage your job as a man is to step up if you don't do that right again look look back at the kind of man i say this to all my clients and to all of you listening i, I hope this is hitting home here but always always think back to the kind of man you want to be before you act and you're, you're going to do something, stop. The man I want to be, does he do that? And, and I don't mean the man I want to be, this somewhat fantasy. I mean, really, connect with your deepest values, what you want as a man, what it is you hope to achieve, not just in your business, but in your life and internally, right? I'm talking from the standpoint of just pure stoicism, divorce from emotion, what kind of a man do I want to be? And you'll notice, you'll notice a lot of the behavior. So if you're feeling... You're, you're unable. This is what I, what I meant when I said you need to be able to tell a woman you want her because mm -hmm. if you're unable to say that, right? To me, the man who's not able to look a woman in the eye and tell her he wants her is the same guy who's not going to push himself in this business. He's not the guy who's going to go the extra mile, who's going to just completely shred it because he's fucking fearless. What does it say internally? Right? It says that if you're afraid to go after what you want, if, if you don't trust your own fucking wisdom, why would she? So like you said, yeah, sometimes she'll make the first move, but she'll lose interest. She'll go, yeah, okay, this guy, this guy can't go after what he wants. Why, why, would, I, why would I be interested in this? It's, just, it's such a turnoff, just, just by virtue of you not going after what you want. Um, does that make sense? Sure, yeah. Yeah, so time. Women will tell you how to seduce them. So to give you a very specific example, um, there's many times where I'll, I'll meet a woman and um, she will... She'll be like just snapping at me. Okay, actually, I'll give you a perfect example. Back when I was living in Montreal, uh, I, I dumped this friend on these girls at this, uh, this very high-end club. It's called Subois. 
and it's uh, it's where like celebrities go it's very very expensive you know it's like a thousand dollars a bottle it's got like the uh the montreal canadians go there after their games like it's a pretty high-end place and um so I, I dropped my, my friend. He sees these girls. He wants to talk to them. I'll just go fucking talk to them. So I walk up. I'm like, hey, this is my friend. Nice to meet you. And I just fuck off. And I go and I chill by the, uh, by the bar. You know? I'm just, and I'm just leaning there. And I'm, I'm on my phone. I'm just screwing around. One of the girls leaves the group. There's three of them. She leaves the group, follows me, and starts yelling at me. Like berating me. Imagine this fancy club right, <laughs> with celebrities and rich people. And it's just this beautiful girl. You know, and the, the cut dress and clearly the diamonds and jewelry and stuff. And she's just ripping me a new asshole. What do you think you're doing? Da, 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 da. Who do you think you are? You just, she's just like, you just drop your friend. Like, you're just so rude. Like, he's not even hot. I want to talk to him. Da, 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 da. She's ripping into me. Now, again, see, most guys will be stuck up here. So the instinct is to defend myself right away, right? Oh, I, I got to have a cocky, funny response. I got to have, you know, it's a shit test. I got to pass it. No, it's none of those things. Remember, I, I'm lazy. To me, it's just the more time she spends, the more opportunities she has to tell me how to seduce her. So I'm just there. Now, because I'm present in that moment, again, got to get that internal shit handled. So because I'm able to be present in that chaos, I mean, to you, Alex, would you, would you like <laughs> leave your friends, leave the table, follow to like a, a corner and just like berate someone unless you cared about this person? Right. If, if this person's a cockroach to you, like you wouldn't go and do that. Right. If, if it was like a student who I was teaching sales and it wasn't, wouldn't like be berating even like, uh, maybe it was like, I can't even imagine that, but it would have to be like some, stu someone who I'm coaching in sales and he told me berate me if I do that, that that's the only, that then yeah. I would do it. And, and under, you have under all other circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because you won't, you won't, you don't give a shit. You're just like, that's fucking weird. So to me, it's very simple. She left her friends to come and yell at me to get upset that I dumped my friend. What's she actually saying? She's saying, why didn't you talk to me? I don't like your friend. I like you. That's what she's saying. That's what I mean when I say women will tell you how to seduce them. So what do I say? I'm looking at her and she's just letting go, you know, and at this point people are staring and I'm just there and I said, you're cute. What's your name? And she just like, she just stopped. She's like, Right? She's expecting a fight. So she goes, then she, da, 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 she keeps going. Again, what is she saying? There's no way you're that confident. Bullshit. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tear you down. And again, most women are not that crazy, guys. I'm, I'm giving a very, very extreme example. Um, those girls are adorable little kittens. Women are wonderful and I love them. But this one was particularly fun. Um, so she keeps going, right? She goes, is that what you do? So you go out with your friends, you're just like, mac on bitches? Da, 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 da. And I'm there and I'm like, your kids these days still say Mac on bitches and she just bursts out laughing and that's it the moment she laughs it's done now this girl goes and like drags me around to the bar buys me shots she she takes her phone out of her friend's hand and like takes my phone number and as <laughs> I'm leaving remember I dumped my friend with these girls my friend comes up to me and he's like yeah do you know who that was you know turns out she's a local millionaire like she owns like jewelry stores she's this Moroccan Jewish chick and she had previously just divorced like a couple weeks ago she divorced uh, a player from the montreal alouettes our professional football team now my point isn't to brag my point is to say that like this short you know chilled out guy got these emotions out of this woman even though we're different social classes and she's used to you know she was buying me shots she was getting my phone number all i had to do was remain present i just had to allow for that time right as soon as she's with me it's, it's, it's just 
time. She will tell you how to seduce her. That's an extreme example. Another very simple one. A lot of guys, I see this, a lot of my clients will be talking to a girl and she'll ask you, do you smoke? And a lot of guys will be like, no. Anyway, da, 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 da. it's like, she's not asking you for a cigarette. She wants to be alone with you. Go outside with her, you moron. Like, she's <laughs> telling you. So, uh, so time is a, is a very important one. So to me, time is mostly about diffusing objections. Again, it's not about convincing her to like me. Remember, I'm not the Honda Civic salesman. I know that she wants a Cadillac. Right? This requires, this is why I always say seduction requires empathy. Empathy, empathy, empathy. And again, this is why it's going to help you with business. If you can empathize with your, your target audience, if you know what your customers want, you'll be able to provide much better. You'll be able to yeah, speak. The, ba the basics of copywriting, right? Exactly, right? I can, I can speak in the language that they speak to themselves at night, right? And I see this all the time with, uh, when, I'm, when I'm critiquing uh, other, other copy, right? Someone will be like, yeah, you know, is, does this sound like you? Do, you? do you want to live beyond your wildest expectations? Like, who the fuck goes to sleep at night going, yeah, I really wish I can live beyond my wildest expectation. No, man, you go there thinking, fuck, I, I wish I had this. If you, say, if you say that on a sales call, you may as well just hang up. That's just, <laughs> I mean, even, even if the guy, like, even if you're selling to someone who says something like that to you and you repeat it back to him, uh, it's probably a trap and he's just like seeing if you're trying to trick him, to be honest. But yeah, carry on, carry on. Yeah, I mean, the, the idea is to be able to put yourself in, in their shoes. And so, I mean, a, a very simple exercise is like, I mean, go hang out with some of your girlfriends. And this is, this is a, another problem with the pickup artist community that I find is that it's good to find camaraderie with other men, but <laughs> develop a lot of friends that are women. No, because they'll, you'll, you'll learn a lot more from them than you will from watching videos or hearing I, I can already hear like the hordes of people listening to this video. And well, no offense, of course, to anyone, Actually, I don't care, but basically, <laughs> here's, here's what's happening, okay? Friends? No, you can't be friends with those uh, bitches. Uh, <clears throat> you, need to, you need to either seduce them or go to the next set. That's kind of the, the, a common mindset. I'm not going to say everyone's like that, but it exists. Yeah, no, for sure. There's definitely nuance. And, and I mean, there's a lot of guys going in there who are looking for different things. And that's, you know, I, I used to be quite dogmatic with that stuff as well. I used to be like super pickup, then I used to be super anti- and now I'm kind of more back in the center. I, I can see that they both have a purpose. And, you know, if, if, if you're listening to me speak and you're not vibing with this, you're like, no, nah, man, like, beast mode, bitch. Like, let's go to the club. I'm like, cool, man. That's, that's, if it works for you, if you're happy, you know, like, again, like, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of the instructors. Uh, I know a lot of these guys, like, closely, you know. If you're happy. <laughs> well, like, but that's my point, right? So, yeah. so let's go back to this mindset, this mentality of the person who's going, who's going like, yeah, you can't have friends. I, I had a big argument, actually, a few years ago. Uh, it's a girl that I grew up with. Wonderful back, girl. Back when you were doing arguments, yeah. <laughs> back when I would when I would still debate things with uh, with pickup coaches. Uh, but this guy, you know, he's oh God. Like I, that's that's one thing, guys. When you're picking your coaches, I will say this: I won't talk badly about any particular coach. Look at their lifestyle, and even when it comes to business. And Alex, I mean, the reason why I even recommend guys your way is because I can see your life. I can see what you're, I can see the result. You're not talking out of your ass. You you live what you teach. And, you know, guys, look out. I can count on my fingers the amount of coaches who have half the results they promise you when you, when you take coaching. Most of them don't. I've, I've seen coaches who, who have no friends and can't get a girl. I've seen coaches who only get ugly girls. I've seen coaches, this one coach who has this, like, fat, unattractive girlfriend. And, and I know that that's not, like, you know, looks isn't everything. But my point is, like, when I met her, she has this shitty personality, too. I was like, this is not possible. Like, what the fuck is going on? make sure like the guys that you're 
you're going with live what they preach because it's it's there's a lot of bullshit in the industry but anyway i i, I was arguing with this guy because i had this very close friend of mine a lot of my friends are, are girls a lot of my close friends uh, this very close friend of mine is absolutely wonderful and we had this this problem uh, and she's great she's stunningly beautiful she's she's from armenia she's got olive skin you know perfect curvy body just just gorgeous like wonderful but she, she's super smart too she's a, she's she's a lawyer fantastic but i'm into blonde girls i'm just not attracted to her. i can recognize that she's wonderful she's stunning i'm just not interested and we're having this problem so i made the mistake of asking you know this my group of friends and one of them was this coach and his his response was basically you're either subconsciously trying to fuck her and if you're not willing to admit that you're delusional and i'm like that that's you know so what does it say about these people you know it's like oh you either fuck them or, or the next one well Again, the man that you want to be, is he that needy and desperate? Does he only see women as means to an end? Are you that empty in your life, uh, you know, that, that that's the way you see others? Now, I'm not making a case against one-night stands. That's not what I'm talking about. Again, if you're able to do that with full integrity and full honesty and look at a woman and say, I want you, I want to take you home tonight. You know, because when I say time, people think, oh, it's like six months. You know, it's like one girl every six months. No, you could do it in one night, one afternoon. There's some women that... Uh, that I've spent, uh, you know, just one afternoon with, and we've connected basically for life. This one Austrian girl I met when I was uh, when I was living in Malaga, and spent one night and on the beach, and it was just amazing. And she still writes to me. And this other one, this British girl I met when I was living in Poland, and we went right away to have lunch, and we made out in the restaurant. We had this connection. She had to catch her flight, and she still still calls me, and she has a boyfriend, you know, and she she writes to me anyway. Like we create these connections on the spot, and we don't choose who we connect with. Um, I digress, right? I got, I got, uh, I got off track. Yeah, the final, the final bit of the puzzle. So just to reiterate, guys. Um, so value plus time. Time is usually just to diffuse object objections, right? I don't need to convince her, right? It's going to be obvious as we go along that most women are unhappy, guys. I don't care if she's the coldest CEO and she's giving you shit. Like I gave you that example, the crazy girl just yelling at me. They end up being like the the, the hardest ones end up being the cutest little kittens, um, but Man, they, they all, they, look, they've been raised on fucking Disney movies and romantic comedies. They've been raised on Love Actually, right? The, the, the charming stranger that they meet in the street and he just, he just looks at it in this way and they end up swept off their feet at this cafe and then before they know it, they're back at his place. They grew up on this shit. Give it to them. They're expecting it. They're bored. Most men are fucking boring. So to me, I don't need to convince her of shit. I literally just need to give enough time to diffuse the objection. Oh, but you're leaving. Yeah, but tell me you don't feel what I feel. Yeah, we only have one day together, but it's real. I, I like you. And you can't, that's what I mean. You can't hide this shit. You can't pretend to like her. I genuinely like her. Okay, but what if, you know, what if people think I'm a slut? Whatever happens between us stays between us. Look into my eyes. You know, I wouldn't, I'm not going to play this game. That's just kind <laughs> of, no, I'm serious. Right, guys, again, that's another one. Objection guys. handling. Well, a lot of guys will, you have to do it with integrity. Again, you can't bullshit that. I mean, look, you're in business. You know, someone's looking you in the eye. And there's no way to prove it. You just feel it. This guy is full of shit. You just know this guy is talking shit. Women have that times 10. You can't, you can't lie your way. And the good in business, you pretty much, uh, I think it's a little bit easier in business. You can pretty much say, see from the first like sentence, you can already tell kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not, it's not even like in person. I mean, in person is in person. But just one sentence... Because, you know, I do a lot of social media. One sentence, the first sentence people send on social media, I immediately know, uh, not everyone's, but I immediately know the average person's whole life story based on a first sentence. 
Yeah. I can tell it's possible. It's not because I'm a mind reader. It's just because I, you know, when you talk to a lot of people, right? Sales calls just pick up the same thing, you know, in, yeah. in, in sets or in sales calls or whatever. It's not pick up, it. it's seduction. Yeah. Pickup is temporary. It's wham, bam, thank you. If it's lucky, it's good. But if you're, if you're doing a business, it's strategic. You know exactly what you're doing. It's, it's, it's very, very, uh, it's, it's spot on. And you're able to even push the envelope a little bit to push the boundaries because you know you're providing real value. You're not getting away with it. You're not going to high five your friends. Yeah, man, I just closed this fucking sale. He's so screwed. Like, no, I'm creating real value. Right? I, I don't know if, if that's how you feel, but when, when somebody signs up to my program, I, you know, I have no, I'm, I'm happy. I'm like, fuck yeah, you're going to change your life, man. That's awesome. We're going to get that shit handled. Yeah, any, anyone, uh, I did that from like an uh, early stage in my career. I did that basically when I heard uh, gurus or coaches or whatever talk shit about their clients. Yeah. Right? Just to give an example, one of, one of the so-called gurus was on stage in front of 2,000 people. I'm not going to say who it was. But he was talking about his clients. Uh, he was using the name piss drinkers. What? Come on. Yeah, and was it like in a, in, in a niche where they were tr pretty much tricking people to thinking the world was going to end, and uh, they they you have to prepare. It's the the preppers, the preppers survival. Shit, like dig dig a bunker under. And it's a massive industry, very profitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Survival. But he called he called his. He called his uh, audience piss drinkers because they, they like have all these filters and everything. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I so, so whenever I saw that kind of stuff, I'm like, okay, it's, it's entertaining, <laughs> but I don't want to become like that. I want to be like selling stuff to people who I don't like and don't want to do business with and don't want to be around. So whenever, uh, you know, for anyone watching this, if you're choosing who to work with or whatever, make sure that person actually likes uh, you know, dealing with this stuff because some coaches they read, they're like, I hate this shit. I'm just doing it for money. It exists. That, that stuff. They're, exists. they're usually not the ones who they don't usually uh, tend to make it very far. Those people I noticed. I mean, like I said, they, they don't have the, the, they don't have the passion to work, you know, to not take days off. They're not the guys who have the passion to, to be there when their clients have some kind of problem and really provide outstanding service so that the client refers more people. Like I've seen guys who they're kind of half in, half out, and they're always struggling. It's always this kind of break-even level. They'll never, yeah. I, I've never seen guys just like shoot, you know, like Tony Robbins. Say what you will about him, because personally, I think a lot of this self-help stuff is, uh, is, uh, is kind of culty. But I don't think anyone can deny that he believes in what he does. He actually loves what he does, you know, like it, you can agree or disagree with him, but that's a guy who, who loves what he's doing, right? Yeah. Tony Robbins, we can learn, we can all learn from the way he's uh, super passionate and he does, he's so rich, he doesn't have to be on stage anymore. That's it. Yeah. He doesn't have to do what he's doing. Cause, cause it's not his main thing. Like being on stage is not his main thing. I know this for a fact. I mean, it's not, it's not a secret. You can, uh, you can listen to his interviews, but basically he's still doing it. And he actually still likes helping people. And that's, that's rare. Uh, there's not too many people who still do that. They, there's not too many people who still get in the trenches like that. And do the super hard thing where you jump in front of 2,000 people or 200 people for that matter. People want to be away from the 200 people. They want to be like, oh, can we just automate this somehow? And the guys are still, they, after making 1.6 billion or whatever he made, still are on stage doing that stuff. That's, that, that alone is already impressive. I don't know about what he's teaching. I, I'm not really, you know, uh, indoctrinated, but <laughs> just offended half the people watching this video. I'm not really indoctrinated. <laughs> I'll say it again. But, uh, 
it's it's the the why he does it and the way he does it is very impressive. And also, he's not you know 19 years old anymore, so it's a lot of energy for him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, yeah, the final piece of the puzzle is lead. That's it. So when it comes to to my business, my sales, for example, right? We I provided the value. You know, I'm the real deal. I'm just waiting as you list your objections. Why is this working? What is this? What's the problem? Well, I can help you with that. Here's the proof. Here's, here's what my clients say. Here's exactly the mechanism that I use. We can do this. You're, you're not beyond salvaging. Great. What do I do now? Here's the invoice. Let's get started. Here's how we start. Here's what to do next. You'll see same thing for sales letters, right? And copy. Here's the value. Here's the bullet points. Here's what you get. Okay. Click here. Buy now. Get fucking going. Well, when it comes to seduction, it's, it's the same thing. By the way, guys, if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed, I'll, I'll wrap this up with a very specific little action plan you guys can use when you're traveling. But very simply put, lead. So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm creating the opportunity. Okay, you guys need to remember this is super important. Your job as a man is to create the opportunity for the seduction to take place. If the two of you were alone in a room together and there would be no interruption, the seduction would naturally proceed. Because you're a man, she's a woman. You're a man of value, she's a woman. Super simple stuff. Super simple stuff. It would happen. Obviously, you need to lead even in the bedroom. But generally speaking, right? Okay, so you met her at this bar or in the street or at this private event. It's super simple. You're getting to know her. You decide, what do I want to do? So when it comes to that British girl, like I was saying in Warsaw, we met this, you know, open park. And very simply put, you know, she asked me, Are, did you eat? Did you have lunch? Another thing I told you, women will tell you how to do something. Did you have lunch? I already ate. Just, I just took her hand. Come, let's go. As we're walking, I, I just moved there, so I, I didn't really know anything. I saw this cool little restaurant. Come, let's go here. We were inside. Where do we sit? Nice little corner. Couch is a bit isolated. Perfect. Come, let's go here. Where do we sit? Sit next to me. Great. As we're talking, I take her hand. As she's talking, I go for the kiss. You lead as a man. This is what I mean when I said you need to have the internal shit handled. Guys, but I don't know when to do it. You're a man. You know when to do it. I don't need to teach you that. That's not even my, my purpose to teach you that. You know when to do it. If you don't believe me, take your hand, put it between your legs, tell me what's there. You know how to do this. So lead, lead, lead. Super fucking simple. What does that look like? Well, every time I move to a new city, I basically do the same thing. I'll grab my laptop. I'll go to a cafe downtown. And I'll do my work. Every so often, I'll take a five-minute break. I see a beautiful girl. I'll walk right up. I'll express whatever I'm feeling in the moment. Nice to meet you. You, you look lovely. I don't, whatever you guys feel like saying, it's so irrelevant. And as we talk, very simply put, give her the space. Allow her to open up. Allow her to share her experience. Is you know, I, I'm I'm single. I'm bored. I'm this. I'm that. Guys in the city. Great. Grab a bottle of wine. Come meet me in the old town tonight. That's all. That was always my, my um, that's my go-to. Like, I like exploring new cities. When I go on dates, I don't do, I find this funny. Guys go, like, man, I don't have enough money to go on dates. Like, dates are expensive. No, they're fucking not, man. That's ridiculous. Barely spend any money when I'm on dates. Just grab a bottle and go explore the old town. Go do something that you love. Go climb that mountain. Take her to the castle. Go to the beach. I mean, wherever the fuck you live is irrelevant. 
Um, but I always did what I wanted to do. This is what I mean by leading. The dates is something that you want to do. When a woman agrees to go on a date with you, it's because she wants to play in the social context of you. She wants to know what it feels like to be part of your life. So very, very simple action plan. I mean, I, I've traveled around, man. I, I live in Poland. I've lived in Spain. I've lived in Amsterdam. I've lived a bit in Armenia. I'm from Canada. Um, I've traveled to Prague, Bucharest. I've been Paris, London, um, France, multiple occasions. I've, I've been all over the place. Uh, and I always do the same thing. It's, it's just the way that, I'm, that I show up for everything. I bring the value. Always bring the value. When I'm with people I don't know, guys, I want to make new friends, same shit. Bring the value. Just be myself. Connect with the guys that I connect with. When it comes to the women, show up. Bring the value. This could be very, very quick. Great. Allow her to open up, set up. Let's meet later tonight. Let's meet tomorrow if you're free. Or why don't you just come with me? Let's go get a coffee. So that's it. I'm, I'm very, very like 80-20, right? Like the, to me, it's, the, it's, it's just it's a waste of time. I don't really like going to the club and talking to 40 different women. I like going to clubs, but it's always the same thing. Go out, talk to one girl, meet that one girl, connect with that one girl, see her later, back to my place, or, or end up dating her as I currently am. I have a wonderful girlfriend here in Poland. And, absolutely amazing so yeah that's that's my spiel very good very good i think that's very helpful also it's a it's a different narrative from what i would say 90 percent of people out there are, are saying because mm -hmm. uh there's the, like the hardcore guys and like the super too nice guys i would say like the yeah. mainstream that's like the mainstream there and I i think you're like in the middle somewhere like here it's <laughs> pretty cool and it's also it's also coming from a point where um you are doing it you are traveling and you are building up your social circle over and over over the world for how many years five you said yeah almost five it's been it's been four for sure um Whoa. almost five yeah it's a long it's, time it's fun like i mean you know back when i was in montreal i i made it a habit to like my my idea was always Again, I'm, I'm lazy and I'm also quite cheap, right? Like I, I remember when it comes to, to entrepreneuring guys, I mean, I remember the, the days, man, where I was, I was fucking scared to invest money because I can see the bank account dwindling. I remember the days where I'm down to 200 bucks and I'm worried I can't pay rent or have, I, I remember those days. Um, I'm very stubborn with that shit. Like I will, I will starve instead of calling someone for help. But um, so I always wanted to find the easiest way to do things. So my, my mindset when I was in Montreal was how can I build this crazy social circle, right? So I would, bef I would make a point to befriend the bouncers of like high-end clubs for like for free. So I, I get in for free. You know, I don't pay bottles. I walk right past the lineup. <laughs> I would meet the owners, you know, and I, and I made this. So when I moved to Europe, I was like, let's see if I could do the same thing. And then I did it in Spain. I did it in Amsterdam. Um, Poland, not so much actually, because I, I well, two reasons. I'm, I'm more insular now. I'm working on my business a lot more and I've got the girlfriend, but um, also, there's a language barrier thing, but I'm sure I can pull it off if I, if, I, if I try hard enough. But yeah, it's a repeatable thing. I mean, I went to Bucharest not knowing anyone and I left with, I was there for one weekend and I left with like a family, you know, just like tons of friends were amazing. And, uh, I did that in Prague. It was the same thing. So it's, uh, it's a repeatable system. It's super simple. And yeah, it requires getting your shit handled and, and, and getting out there. But once you do it, it's, it's, it's so easy. It's, it's, uh, it's a joke. All right. So how can people uh, follow you somewhere or message you or reach out to you? What is the best way? Facebook, YouTube? Yeah. Well, I mean, my, my YouTube channel is a centered man project. It's very easy to find, but actually guys, the, uh, the place I've been spending the most of my time right now is my private Facebook group. It's called the magnetic man brotherhood. 
type it in. I'm the only one. You'll find me. Magnetic Man Brotherhood. Uh, we got a great crew going. It's amazing. I mean, read the guidelines as well. It's just all about guys who really want to work on themselves, who want to show up authentically. They're tired of the bullshit. They're tired of fronting. They're just lazy and they want to just be a man. They just want to get that shit They're handled. They're just lazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like the, but I mean like the In good, a good way, yeah. Like, yeah, exhausted. Smart, of, of smart lazy. Yeah, so, so the, the, just the simplest way, but no bullshit approach. And um, yeah, it's a cool place to be. And I post like private stuff there, like videos and, and posts. Like this is really the nitty gritty shit that you won't find on my channel. So definitely is the place to be. Join me there. All right, very good. Well, uh, see you around in Europe. Uh, both of us are traveling all the time, so I'm sure we're gonna, you know, be in the same city sometime. And yeah, uh, thank you, anytime. thank you very much for uh, you know hopping on here and for your time and awesome advice. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, this was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.